0: you are listening to the Reclaim Your Power podcast, the show for people that are ready to end their struggle with binge eating and body image. I'm your host, Erin Avery. Each week, I will sit with you and teach you different skills and tools that you need in order to trust yourself around food and find peace within your body. You deserve a life to live without stressing about food or having your body hold you back. So if you're ready, grab a notebook and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello everyone. What is happening? What is going on? How are you today? Oh my goodness. So new updates. We are all covid free, <laughs> which is really good to say. Um, all covid free. Everybody is just we're happy, we're healthy and we are ready to get on with the with the holidays. However, I am Going to be having surgery on the 17th, so I believe by the time this comes out, I might have had it already. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm gearing up for that to happen. Um, I talked to the to the pre-op screening today, and apparently for this meniscus surgery, it's only gonna take 45 minutes. So super excited about that. Love that journey for me um in other news today i wanted to talk about um dismissing urges now i've talked about this a little bit before in the past but i've gotten a lot of different questions about you know my i'm really i'm really wanting to um stop binge eating at night, that seems to be a really big thing for a lot of people is that at nighttime, um, it's typically because, you know, the dust settles from the day and we have um, really not a lot to think about. So we go into boredom mode or, you know, if you have kids, I know as soon as I put my daughter to bed, I'm like zone out. And, you know, that would normally be a time where I would just feel like, okay, I'm going to eat something. So I totally get it, and I wanted to just kind of reiterate how to dismiss these urges, and especially at night, right? Because if this is a time for you that is very, um, if this is a time for you that that causes that high tendency to overeat, then um, you'll really want to pay attention to these. So grab your notebook and um, let's get over to the uh, the four steps. So what is an urge, right? The urge is anything that's coming from our lower brain. And um, I go into more in depth of this again in in my program, but an urge is a signal that we get from our lower brain. The lower brain is is, is just there to protect us. It wants to keep us safe. It wants to keep us happy. It wants to make sure that we have pleasure in our lives. And um, And it sends us random signals, right? It's the same part of the brain that tells you get up and you go to the bathroom, right? It's the same part of your brain that is fight or flight. And so what we don't really understand when we're going through this process is that there is that moment, there's a pause that we need to take between our lower and higher brain. So An example of this would be, let's say you are binge watching your favorite Netflix um, series, right? And you're in like episode six, it's getting really good, and you have to go to the bathroom really bad. You get that signal, right? The signal is coming from your lower brain, get up and relieve yourself, right? Because that's going to bring you so much more pleasure once you use the bathroom and you you get that over with, you're going to feel much better. That's a lower brain signal. Now, this is where we use our pause, and this is where we have to remember that if we can use it in this situation, we can use it in any situation. But the pause comes because if you're knee deep in season three, episode six of your favorite Netflix show, you have the ability to say, you know what, I have to go to the bathroom, but I'm not going to go right now. I'll go when this episodes over, right? So you are taking that pause and you're using your higher brain to decipher, do I want to get up now or do I want to wait? And this is the same pause that you can use when you have that urgency of, okay, the kids are in bed, there's nothing to do, go eat, right? It's the same part of the brain that's working. It's sending you a signal to do something that's going to quote unquote, make you feel better, bring you pleasure, right? So you have the ability to use that pause and say, hmm, no, I'm not gonna go get something to eat. Instead, I'm going to maybe have dishes to do. Maybe you just wanna sit and continue to watch your um, Netflix show maybe you want to go take a shower maybe you can journal right you have that ability in that pause between that separate that that pause that's going to separate your lower brain urgency and your higher brain reasoning and that's the difference between the two brains the lower brain again it's it's evolutionary right it wants to protect you it's serving you it's there for pleasure it's there to make sure that you stay safe it's there to just say hey girl you have to use the bathroom, right? But your higher brain is the one that reasons, that is analytical, that can rationalize and that can do the thinking and say, know what, lower brain, no. So that is step one. Step one is taking that pause you need between getting the signal to eat something and using your higher brain to veto it. Your higher brain has the veto power. The higher brain is you, it is your true self. So step one is to pause. Step two, now while we're doing this pausing, right? all the pause is is to stop and say, no, I'm not going to eat. But the hard part starts to come in in step two and three. So step two is to stop reacting. So the pause is just saying no. Where we get a little tripped up is when we start reacting to the urge. And so when I say reacting, I mean you're giving it more time than needed, right? It's like a friend. It's like a friend that you typically don't care for and this friend knows how to press your buttons and so this friend says something off-putting to you and you react by saying something back, right? You react by um, acknowledging. Maybe you smirk, maybe you smile, maybe you, um, if it's through text, maybe you send a text back, right? When you react to your urges, you're starting a conversation with the urge. You're, You're playing into what the urge wants to do which is to get you to eat right so once you have reacted right the urge is like okay we've got her right she took the pause but she also decided to say okay well maybe i will have something to eat maybe i'll just have something little Mm, maybe maybe i'll eat the rest of you know the cupcakes that are in the in the pantry maybe i'll make brownies right you are you're reacting you're you're engaging in conversation with the urge and you're allowing the urge to feel important right the urge is now going okay she sees me right she didn't just take the pause she took the pause but she sees me and so now that she sees me i am going to scream even louder for her to eat something okay so You take the pause, but the whole point of the pause is to pause and get out, right? You just stop and you get out. When you start reacting to it, that's when you get in trouble. So you want to pause, but you also want to not react to your urge. When you start to react, the urge begins to say, I'm winning this race, right? And so that brings us to step number three, which is stop acting on the urge. Now, these are going to sound similar, but they're very different. So when you react to the to the urge, you start to um, entertain it, right? You start to entertain the thought of maybe I'll grab some crackers and cheese. Um, it also looks in the form of like, well, I'll do it tonight, but I won't do it tomorrow. You know, you start bargaining. Acting, on the urge is simply full on engagement of doing the thing. Okay. Acting on the urge means you are physically going to the fridge and you are picking out what you're going to eat and you are going to eat it. Right. You've, I've never met a person that has said, um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go in the fridge and grab the cheese and crackers, but I'm not going to eat the cheese and crackers, right? That's a reaction is to go get the cheese and crackers, but now you're going to actually act on it. And you don't want to act on the urge because when you act on the urge, that now tells the urge, I've won, right? Not only did she pause, but she paused, she acknowledged, and now she's actually doing the physical act of eating, right? And so, When you do that physical act of eating, you are reinforcing that lower brain's urge even more, right? So now that you've actually engaged with the the food and you're eating the food, your urges are going to become stronger and stronger because now that urge knows, your lower brain knows, if I scream loud enough, right? she's not only just gonna pause, but she's going to entertain the idea of cheese and crackers or you know, brownies or chips or something, or a glass of wine. She's gonna entertain it, and if I scream one more time after she entertains it, and she's she's gonna do it, right? So it's like a child, right? Your urges are like a child. It knows the more I scream and hoot and holler, the more mommy's gonna give in, right? But when mommy stops reacting, when mommy stops even acknowledging or even saying, you know, giving in once, eventually those kicking and screamings and those cries get less and less and less. And that's what we want. We want the urge to realize that, you know what, you can do this all day long. But the more you keep screaming, the more I'm going to take that pause and I'm going to Use my veto power, and I'm not gonna give in to this. I'm not gonna even acknowledge that you're screaming at me, and you better sure believe that I'm not going to give in and start eating something because if I do it once, you're gonna believe that I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna do it again, and that's not what we want. We want to basically train, right, that child that urge to to know that. You can ask repeatedly for me to eat chips, but I'm not going to, right? Like a kid, that kid can repeatedly ask for, uh, you know, candy before dinner. But the more you say no, right, the more that kid's going to keep asking, you know, that whole game. Can I have candy? No. Can I have candy? No. And they just keep asking, 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 asking because eventually they realize either one, I'm going to wear mommy down. And then she's going to act on my demand and give me the candy, right? Or she's just going to keep saying no. And then I'm eventually going to learn that it doesn't matter how many times I ask, I'm not going to get the candy, right? But typically doesn't work that way. Typically it's the wear down and we give in. So you want to treat those urges almost like a child, right? You have that pause. It sends the message, eat you veto that power, right? You have the veto power to say, no, we're not going to eat. Instead, we're going to do this. And thank you for coming to the party, but now you need to go, right? And so after you do that pause, after you stop reacting to the urge, and after you do not act on the urge, that's where you need to celebrate that win. And why we celebrate the win is because it solidifies That um, that reprogramming, right? Anytime we are rewarded with something, you know, whether we're a child or an adult, every time we're rewarded with something and we're celebrated, we remember why we're celebrated, right? We remember that we did something good, something worthwhile, right? If a child, you know, out of the blue decides to like clean his room, and you out of the blue, say, oh, my God, can, thank you so much for cleaning your room. You did such a good job. You know what? This weekend, I'm going to take you to go see that movie you've been wanting to see, right? That child now is going to remember, if I just, you know, clean my room out of the blue, mom's like, that's cool. And I get stuff, right? And we celebrate that I did a good job for something. And that's the same thing when we um, don't give in to our urges. Because now our brain is like, Okay, that was cool. We didn't give in, and now we're celebrating um, by—I don't know. Maybe you want to go get a new pair of shoes, right? As long as your celebratory um, celebration isn't food, (laughs) let's make that clear. You don't want to celebrate by giving yourself food. The celebration is—is—is something along the lines of you know. New shoes, maybe you uh, you buy some new chairs for your family room, or maybe you just simply, you know, go get your nails done. I don't know, but it's something that is not food related, just to make that clear. But what happens is when you celebrate the fact that you did not act on your urge, right, and you are genuinely excited about it, and you've genuinely moved on past. Right? The urge is now gone and, and you've paused, you you didn't react, and you did not eat anything. Your brain starts to say, okay, so this is our new feel good, right? When we don't give in to our urges, we still actually feel really fucking good because. We get to go buy ourselves new shoes, or we get to go get our nails done, or you know, we get to go whatever it is that you want to do, right? Whatever it is that makes you feel equally as good as it may have felt to, you know, in that moment have a bag of chips, which we all know that's a false feel good, but instead of eating the bag of chips that might feel good in that moment, but after you eat them, you're going to feel guilt and regret. But now, instead, we have bought a new pair of shoes and we're super excited about it and we get to wear them over and over and over again. Holy crap, that feels awesome. Let's do that again, right? So, you're going to get an urge again because we're human and urges are going to happen. You're going to get an urge again and you're going to shut that down. You're not going to act on it. And your brain's going to go, Oh, that's right. We're not going to eat. Instead, we're going to, and then maybe you've been wanting to, you know, go get your hair dyed. Instead, I'm going to make that appointment to go get my hair done. And then you do that, and then that lights up the reward system just as much as it would if you were to actually engage in eating the bag of Oreos or some brownies or whatever it is that you were going to eat. And that's what we want to do. And when we start doing that, we start reprogramming our brain to not associate feeling good with food. Now our brain's associating feeling good with um, other things that make us feel good, other things that are going to be an actual um, true sense of comfort, a true sense of feel good. And that's what we want. So tonight, when you are sitting down on your couch and you're putting on Netflix and you instantly think, okay, I'm gonna go grab the, the that bag of pretzels. I want you just to pause, right? I want you to pause and just pause, right? I want you not to react. I don't want you to entertain the idea of getting up and getting something to eat, and I sure as hell don't want you to entertain the idea and actually going through with it, right? And once you get past, you know, the the, the pause and just enjoy watching your Netflix without eating food. Tomorrow, I want you to celebrate that. And I want you to celebrate that by thinking of something that's really cool that you want to do, something that's really cool that you want to purchase, whatever it is, right? I want you to do that thing and I want you to do it with excitement and and with the acknowledgement of why you're doing this. I am doing, I'm going to get my nails done tomorrow because I did not open up that bag of chips yesterday, right? Right? And I want you to and I want you to enjoy it I want you to celebrate it and truly celebrate it and not just go oh get my nails done no why are you getting your nails done because you did not open up that bag of freaking chips and that's amazing that's awesome you have now completed one day of not binge or overeating at night and then The night, that same night, you're gonna do it again, right? Your kids are gonna go to bed, you're gonna sit down on the couch, and maybe you're gonna wanna um, have a glass of wine and some cheese and crackers, right? And I say this, there's nothing wrong with doing this, right? But there's a difference between having this little snack and mindlessly eating it. And this is what I want you to start to overcome is if you can do it even if it's something that you are able to control maybe you're someone that doesn't quite overeat at night but yet you really want to stop that habit because that's eventually that's essentially what it is It's, it's a habit that you've developed and the urge comes it comes on because it's become a habit right your urge is triggered by the fact of um, a cue that's happened. And again, it can be anything, but maybe when the kids go to bed, that's your cue to break out the wine and cheese, right? So we are now going to just break that habit loop because when we have that cue, our our, our brains are very smart and it knows, okay, cue, kids go to bed, that's our cue to get the wine and cheese. So you can use this regardless if you are overeating at night or if it's this habit that you know you need to change because it's really starting to interfere with your goals. um, You simply pause, you don't react, and you certainly do not act on whatever it is of the urge that you have. And then the next day, you celebrate it and you celebrate it with intent and you celebrate it knowing why you are Um, engaging in this new activity. So that is it for today, you guys. I hope this resonated with you. I hope this helps you. Again, if you're a binge eater at night or if it's just a habit that you want to break, these um, four steps will definitely help you out. As always, thank you for listening. If something did resonate with you, please share this on your social medias. and if you have any questions or if there's something that you would love for me to talk about, please send me an email, erinaveryfitness at gmail.com. Um, and I would love to just hear from you and, and, and talk about whatever it is that you are needing assistance and support with. All right, you guys, you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey guys, did you enjoy today's topic? If something in this episode resonated with you, I would love it if you would share it on your social media. The more people that get a chance to listen means the more people I get to help. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for another episode.